I was about to start off the episode by saying something troubling is happening in American politics. (laughs) But it's like, what's not troubling in American politics? What I wanted to say, it's really two things. There is something troubling happening in the current Republican primaries. (laughs) So again, there's a lot of troubling things happening. But Donald Trump is not even attending the debates. They just had their second major debate last night. And Trump's not bothering to go. And it's not a bad decision. If he was there, they might tag up on him. I doubt it. They all seem to be afraid of him. But there are two things that that I'm increasingly concerned about. Trump's not attending because he feels he doesn't have to, because he thinks he has the nomination in the bag. And it looks like he does. Which also begs the question, could Donald Trump go to prison if he was convicted of crimes and still be elected president? I think I have the answer. This is Sean King, and you're listening to The the Breakdown. The the Breakdown. The, 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 The Breakdown. any of you who are listening to this today have kids in school or perhaps you are a school teacher you also know that that means the cooties are back and I had a very very healthy summer uh, while I had some you know physical challenges with my neck and procedures I never got sick but now all of my kids are back in school and kids are dirty and they bring home all of their kid germs And for the first time since my kids were last in school, I'm starting to feel sick again. (laughs) So here we are. I'm fighting through it. Glad to be with you. Thanks for tuning back in. Uh, I I couldn't really bring myself to watch the Republican debate. Um, It's so much garbage. You know, they're still all racing to see if they can out Trump Trump. Uh, No one outside of a few, like, very soft swipes from Ron DeSantis. Nobody last night was really willing to hammer Trump uh, because they want his voters to support them instead. And the majority of Republican, the, the vast majority of Republican voters don't prefer anybody but Trump. And so all of the other candidates are really racing for second place And it's a little complicated because I believe their calculation is if he gets convicted and sent to prison before the November elections, they are thinking that they will rise up and take his place on the ballot. So if you're in second place and there is no Donald Trump on the ballot, all of a sudden, even though you really haven't done well the entire campaign, I'm, I'm thinking of Ron DeSantis, who's run a horrible campaign. Damn, he's a terrible candidate. He, he has done so much damage in Florida that it caused me to overestimate his ability. And he won his last governor's race by such a large margin that I thought he could do that outside of Florida. And he is a 
horrible, horrible presidential candidate. Like, the guy is a terrible campaigner. Like, I, I mean, high on the all-time worst list, particularly if you're thinking of expectations. There were high expectations for dude, and by every single measure, he has fallen way, way short of every expectation. But they're not necessarily trying to beat Trump. That seems virtually impossible. The Republican primaries start in just a few months. Like, we're very, very close to this thing. And even though Trump may not do, like, super well in Iowa, all types of random people win Iowa. Uh, it, it is not always a predictor of what's to come. Across the country, Trump is ahead by a very large margin in most states. But these candidates don't appear, outside of maybe Chris Christie, don't appear to be trying to do anything to hammer Trump or overtake his position. They just all appear to be fighting for second place. Which is wild, because Trump's not even going to the debates. He's so confident he has it in the bag, and he doesn't want to be at these debates and get embarrassed. There's nothing Trump hates more than being embarrassed. Like, the guy's ego is so incredibly fragile that nothing scares him more. Not jail time. Like, the guy hates being humiliated. And he knows that if he attended those debates, there's a high likelihood that Chris Christie would embarrass him every single time. Because that's all Chris Christie's trying to do. And so he doesn't. He doesn't go. And he thinks he has it in the bag, which he probably does. So they're all really fighting for second place, really under the theory that, you know, because he's been charged with now nearly 100 different felonies in Georgia. Um, in New York it, with uh, federal crimes from the federal government in multiple cases there. And they're all counting on this man being in prison and that meaning that he will no longer be able to run for president. But there's something weird that could happen. And I'll talk about it right after the break. Say by chance that during the Republican primaries, which start, I believe, in January, during the Republican primaries, they go from January and go all the way through really the, uh, the beginning of summer. Say Donald Trump has one of his many, many trials and is convicted and sent to prison. Say that happens. Donald Trump has a trial next year during the Republican primaries and is sent to prison. Could Donald Trump serve as president from prison? Now, I've actually taken a dive deep into the rabbit hole on this. And really, the answer is yes. As you may recall, Donald Trump was, quote unquote, impeached multiple times while he was president, but never removed from office. Could he be elected president and be in prison at the same time? And the short answer is yes, because there's no precedent for any of this. There are no laws, really, for any of this, because none of this was really imagined. 
of all the things that we imagined 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 100, 200 years ago, the notion that a president could be in prison uh, and you know someone or someone who was elected president could then be sent to prison. Um, there are no real, there are no policies on it. The, the Senate and the House could try to remove him, but as you may know, Republicans control the House, and Democrats barely control the Senate. So there's no supermajority there. And if Donald Trump got to appoint his own cabinet, he could literally this time around just say, "Listen, I'm appointing." Just friends and family only. Like, it's just, listen, it's Don Jr., it's Eric, it's Melania. And he could do that just to guarantee that they never vote him. You know, uh, you know, there is a clause for mental health problems or incapacitation to have him removed. Listen, he could theoretically win the nomination and be convicted and still be sent to prison. If he was sent to prison... If he was sent to prison on the federal charges, it's very, very likely that he would pardon himself of all the federal charges and then he would just be free. Again, there's no precedent for that. Can a president who is convicted of a crime pardon him or herself? It appears yes. It appears so. There's nothing prohibiting that. So if he was sent to prison on federal crimes but was elected president, so here he is president serving from prison, he would then pardon himself of any federal crimes. If he was convicted in Georgia, currently, as it stands, the governor of Georgia, who was a Republican, but not friendly with Trump, but did say if Trump wins the nomination, he would vote for him. There is no ability, as it stands, for the Republican governor to pardon Donald Trump. But the government in Georgia is completely controlled by Republicans and they already have a piece of legislation giving the governor that control to pardon anyone. Georgia is one of the few states where the governor can't pardon people for crimes they're convicted of in that state. And the governor has said he won't change that. But we also haven't seen the president convicted of crimes in Georgia. So it's very, very possible that if he was convicted of crimes in Georgia, that there would be a way for him to be pardoned. And lastly, if he's convicted of these crimes from New York City, which really have to do with hush money from Stormy Daniels, uh, no one would be there to pardon him. But the penalty for those crimes may end up just being something like probation. So there is the possibility, very real, I just went down it, that Donald Trump is convicted of crimes He could go to, if he's convicted of anything federal and he wins, he's definitely going to pardon himself. And those are the serious, the most serious charges. If a Democrat wins, I think even a Democrat might be, uh, might be tempted. If if it's Joe Biden, might be tempted to pardon him. It's, it's, it's more doubtful though, than if it was Donald Trump himself or even another Republican. But, um, the dude could be president and serve from prison. I don't know how that would work. There are already multiple, like, highly researched articles from scholars on whether or not the Secret Service, even if he doesn't win, he is already, because he's a former president, he's guaranteed Secret Service protection. It appears the Secret Service is going to have to go to prison if he's convicted, whether he's president or not. 
So like we are in weird, uncharted territory. And this is the state of America. Like our best people aren't running for president, not as Democrats, not as Republicans. The best, the brightest, the smartest, the most experienced and resourced, the most ethical, they're not running. Like the most capable, the most vibrant, they're not running for president. And that's a shame. Listen, I've got to run. It's early, early, early on uh, Thursday morning. And uh, just have a busy day ahead. Hope you have a great day. Please subscribe to the podcast if you're not already on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, and become a member at thenorthstar.com. Take care, everybody. Break it down. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we are the Momentum Advisors. Every single week, we talk about wealth management, personal finance, and entrepreneurship. We are financial advisors by day, we're entrepreneurs by night. We're building wealth for ourselves, and we want to make sure that you understand how to build wealth in your own family. Tune in for shows like Is Your Money Racist? Retirement Savings, Investment 101. We literally run the gamut on all the things that you need to know about financial wealth, creating a legacy for your family, and really just wealth creation as a whole. What we find is that these conversations are happening but they're not happening as much as they need to in diverse communities. And so we're bringing a new voice, a new amount of energy, and we want you to tune in. So we bring the tips, we bring the strategy, and we always bring the good news. So make sure you tune in every week to the Momentum Advisors. There's something for everyone.